This is the Marriage Bites Podcast, episode 33. Why do we get married? So what's going on with you? It's a new episode we haven't recorded in a while. Welcome to the Marriage Bites Podcast, episode 32. No, 33. Wait, I lost track. Episode 33. Whatever number. It doesn't The number doesn't matter. What is our topic today? We are talking about why people get married. How are you doing? Not bad. I'm going back to work this evening. Mm-hmm. So I just finished my three days off. Yes, I get three days off a week. It sounds exciting. But my four days are totally filled with crazy, crazy. That's true. This last week was really crazy. In fact, my last day working was on fire at work. Everything was on fire. The day before that, everyone was drunk. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed my three days off. I went to the mountains. Did I go twice or once? I don't remember. I went at least once. More like the foothills because it's snowy up in the hills. Yeah, snow in April. What is happening? No. What's crazy is the wind. It's been windy like, well, like none other. It's been nutty. Yeah, the wind has really put a damper on everybody's activities. It's the end of spring break for us. So, yeah. Yeah. End of spring break, feeling like we kind of had some fun. We mostly just sat around the house because that's sort of the way we do spring break around here. It's kind of nice. Though there was things. We did some yard cleanup and I replaced an oil seal on the front differential on my four-wheeler. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see if that works. We spent two days at the robotics competition. We did. That was so much fun. It was fun. It was a hoot. Second half of the second day was cray cray yeah it was exciting it was so exciting it's so fun to watch yeah um, next year our team's gonna do a little better i hope i hope so they're supposed to get some sort of new drive that makes them go faster what is it mm-hmm. called a swerve slide? drive a swerve drive yeah i almost call it a slide drive and i thought that's not right no that's not um let's see what else yeah i, went, I did the spring break and went to the mountains twice to shoot rifles mm-hmm. i shot the longest i've ever shot before i'm so proud of myself I shot 1,079 yards and hit a rock. That is so far. And it wasn't a boulder. So, let's get to it. Yes, why did we get married? Is it why did we get married or why do people get married? Well, both. We can talk about why we made that decision to get married. And then we can talk about some of the reasons other people give for why they got married. I think for me, one of the fundamental things for getting married for myself is it's cultural right? We have mm-hmm. in our culture, whether it be our religious culture or our American culture, that you pair off with someone and you get married, have kids, you know, grow old, die, and then go wherever you go. Um, I mean, there's more to it than that. Yeah, but I would say if I was going to be just 100% honest, I got married because I was supposed to. I don't regret that decision now, but if I were to really say why I got married when I got married, it was because I was supposed to. I found a person, and he proposed, and I said yes. And what you're supposed to do is go to college, find a spouse, get married so you can have kids, and stay home with those kids. At least that was the message that I received. But let's be honest, you had a hoot doing stuff with me. Well, yes, we had a lot of fun together, and we really, really liked each other. We still do. And we still do. But I think... But it was certainly a cultural thing. Yeah. You know, you get out of high school, you go to college maybe or you start doing adult things and then you get married well yeah um you'd never throw away a perfectly good marriage proposal right (laughs) right to quote little women 
If you've seen that. I've never seen that. I don't even know what to say. I did see Little Men, and it was actually called Lord of the Flies, and it went sideways. That Little Men is a thing, and it is not the same as Lord of the Flies. Oh, okay. Just different thing. Is it really a Little Men? Yes, there really is a thing that's called Little Men. Was it a spinoff of Little Women? No, I don't think so. Anyway, I think with the amount of, I guess, self-awareness that I had at the age that I was when I got married, um... If I had had a little bit more life experience or if I were to go back to my 19-year-old self, I might say, you know, it's okay to wait a little bit longer. You don't have to get married right away. I'm digging myself in a little bit of a hole here. You sure are. But, I mean, I'm just trying to be honest about it. Like, would it have benefited me to wait a little bit longer to be married? It probably would have. It probably would have benefited both of us. Yeah, it would have. So I don't regret the way it turned out, but if I could go do it again, would I do it different? I don't know, maybe. I might like be an adult for more than five minutes first right. before getting into a long-term relationship. So, uh, you know, aside from culture, I know for myself, I always, I guess once I, I don't know, maybe started to become a teenager, I always liked the idea of being with somebody and having somebody there in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was taught you get that through marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were taught a lot of, I mean, both taught a lot of things about morality and how living with somebody was wrong. You know, that's that's not for me to say. That's not for anyone to really say. Um, but being with somebody was something that was desirable. And I and I wanted that for myself. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have somebody to be with, to talk to, to have as a companion. Mm-hmm. And I was taught that that comes through marriage. So that's kind of where the... That's where the cultural part comes into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in, having a conversation with another woman a few days ago and she was in a career that was a male-dominated career and she said that other women who worked there often would just make the career their whole life this is what I love to do this fulfills me this is it for me and then kind of later on be like but I didn't have children and then they kind of wished that they had and obviously we know that people don't have to be married to have children I don't know if they were married or not she didn't give me a lot of details but she was saying that and it was interesting we she and I were talking and she said you know we sort of did this opposite I had my career first and she has a child who's like I don't know maybe 10 and now she's retired from her career to be a stay-at-home mom and I'm kind of the opposite I was a stay-at-home mom at first and now I still consider myself a stay-at-home mom but also working from home to build a career for myself and she's like, it doesn't really matter. I did it one way and you're doing it the opposite way. And, you know, it's fine either way. But sometimes people will put marriage off. And is it because sometimes when there's marriage, there's an obligation or a pressure to have children? Some people do feel that. Or people, maybe their parents are like, well, when are you going to give us grandkids? And so they'll put off getting married or pairing off and put all their energy into their career to avoid... I mean, if you don't want to have children, there's I don't judge that at all. I mean, by all means, if you don't want to have children, don't have children. But sometimes people avoid getting married because they feel like they're going to have to have children. They feel like they have to take on all the obligations mm-hmm. associated with that, and they feel like it's going to tie them down. Maybe, yeah. Because um, then if you get married, now you you can't just make choices for yourself. You mm-hmm. have to collaborate mm-hmm. with your, your spouse you can't just willy-nilly go out and buy a truck or um, do whatever you want. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes people feel like they're tied down 
And mm-hmm. that would be why some people don't want to get married. Mm-hmm. I don't want to oversimplify it because there's a lot of reasons why sure. somebody might live together but not be married. Or why somebody might choose not to pair off in the first place. Or I mean, there's lots of reasons, of course. But there was a time when if a girl got pregnant, he was expected to marry her and raise the child and everything. And I mean, if that's a good situation and if it can be a healthy relationship and stable for the child or future children or whatever, then sure, that's fine if it's what they want. But I don't know if that really served anybody very well. Because if you're getting married because you have to, because of the pressure from your parents or somebody, that's not a great way to begin a relationship. I've seen relationships. Like I've seen marriages end because of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's changing where there's a lot more support for single parents. There's a lot more support for co-parenting. That I think the motivations for marriage in that way have shifted for people. Some people get married because they don't think that they are enough on their own, that they need somebody else to make them whole, that they're not okay just on their own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe not... Well, that's an insecurity on their part. Maybe that's something they need to grow with before they do marry. Maybe I would say that would be ideal, but still a lot of people do get married because they think there's something deficient in themselves. That made me think that it's interesting that most people do want to eventually pair off with one person whether they get married or not that's why you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend um there's got to be some sort of inner drive to be mm-hmm. with somebody mm-hmm. and i think that's another reason to get married mm-hmm. or at least to be exclusive with somebody is that and i think that breeds stability too mm-hmm. i think if you're jumping around everywhere your life is in a lot of flux Mm-hmm. And I think we all want stability. I, you know, people talk about that phrase, uh, you're nesting or you're settling down. Mm-hmm. And people do want to settle down. They want to have that stability. And the easiest way to do that is with one person. And I think that's one thing that's built into us. It's like it's hardwired for mm-hmm. most of us. For most people. That's another reason why we get married. But I think one of the bigger things is that sometimes we don't always think about this when we get married, but being married or being with one person really spurs growth mm-hmm. if we allow it to. Yes. If things start getting uncomfortable because growth starts happening and sometimes growth is uncomfortable, it's it's the easy thing to be like, peace out, I'm, I'm out of here, and then to leave. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why to get married is for growth. Because mm-hmm. it really does grow you. But how many people are like... I'm going to get married so that I can have the growth that comes with being married. I don't know if very many people think about that before the marriage. Once they're in the marriage, then do they even actually realize it then? Or is it at the 20-year mark, oh, look how much we've grown. I know they don't actively think about that, but is that something that's built into our DNA? Is hmm. that Because it does it. Being married or being with somebody exclusively, will it will grow you. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at how many old people are out there who are still together with their, their spouse. Um, I mean, we think of them as wise elders or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, what you will. And, and it's because they've been through so much stuff together and they've really grown. Yeah. We see that with our grandparents, especially, or older old people. Is there something there that we maybe don't realize on the surface, but we realize internally that mm. I want that as well? And therefore... We want to get married and have that for ourselves. Hmm, That's a good thing to think about. Because at least for me, I know getting married, I wanted somebody in my life. I wanted somebody I could talk to and 
and talk about anything and have a good laugh with and do things with. But also, I wanted somebody I could grow old with mm-hmm. who yeah. wouldn't like laugh at me when I start getting flabby and gray, <laughs> which I'm already gray and I'm, I have the, maybe the startings of flabby. But you know what I mean? There's a sense of comfort there and a sense yeah. of, uh, it's almost like belonging. Yeah, I asked a question in a marriage Facebook group last week, and I don't remember the exact question, but somebody said that they just wanted to grow old together. And I thought that was such a sweet sentiment, that that desire to just be with somebody, it gives us such comfort and security. And how many people who, on their 50th wedding anniversary, say, I love her or him more than I did the day we got married? And that's pretty much all of them say that, that your love, you think it's the biggest love you could ever have the day you get married. And there's lots of ups and downs along the road. But ultimately, if you stick with it and if you work through it and allow yourselves to grow through the whole process, 50 years from then, you'd never say, oh, I loved her more then. And you know what I mean? Right. Like that love grows so much through the experiences that you have together, through the trials that you endure together. Right. And it's such a beautiful thing. Right. I don't think I fully understood that when I was, when we were newlyweds. Because mm-hmm. like, you're like, how could I ever love him more than I yeah, do Yeah, right I now? love her so much. I don't know how that could ever happen. But mm-hmm. it's hard to put into words, mm-hmm. but I love you more now. Mm-hmm. And I think you're way hotter now. Now that's the part I do not understand because I was way hotter when I was 20 than I am right now. Yeah, but all the water under the bridge for us. <laughs> There's something about that growth that binds and bonds us. And it it's like, I don't, I don't know how to put it into words. But because of that, because I'm so much more connected to you than we, we were as newlyweds. Yeah, I, I'm more attracted to you. You're smarter. You've grown so much. You've matured so much since then. Mm-hmm. I've maybe grown a little bit since then. Um, was that a shifty eye you just did? That was anyway. a, you're not giving yourself enough credit. I know. You have grown a lot. But anyway, it it strengthens that. And that's something that I always wanted when I was younger, before being married. I wanted to have something like that. And of course, then when we got married, I'm like, oh, my word, I don't know how this could grow even more. Wow, it does, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say for those of you who are in that yucky middle place where you're like, actually, do I love my spouse less today than I did when we got married? Because... Let's just be honest here. Those times do happen for most people that you go through these hard times and you're like re-examining, do I still want to be married to this person? And it's okay to ask that question to say, do I actually still want to be married to this person? And sometimes the answer is to separate, to divorce and go your own ways. And there's lots of reasons for that. But sometimes the answer is maybe I'm not feeling loving feelings right now, but I know that those loving feelings can be restored. And I know that deep down, I still do love my spouse. You talk about those loving feelings. Sometimes that's validation. We love it when we're we're new to dating somebody and we're starting to think about marriage because, boy, that other person validates the heck out of us. Oh, yeah. And it feels so good. And then we get married and we validate each other even more. And then that first major fight hits. And then you're and like, what just happened? And Everything you stop validating each other quite right. so much. Yeah, and then over time... You stop validating each other mm-hmm. at least as much, yeah. And I guess that's when the growth will start. Right. And what I'm trying to say is that people get married because they like the validation. Mm-hmm. And they think okay. it's never going to end. Because that's what's portrayed everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, well, in all the love stories, uh, the marriage is at the very end of the story. 
But in real life, the marriage is just the beginning of the story. Right. And they never, hardly ever talk about the time between the marriage and the 50-year wedding anniversary. There are movies that sort of glorify this, like, we're still together, we still love each other, growing old together, old people, you know, holding hands, walking down the street or whatever. But there's not a lot that really... Well, I guess there's more now than there used to be, though, about those, like, middle years where it's the hard part. I think of the movie Shrek. Remember the first episode, or first uh, movie of Shrek? The first uh, first one, okay. whatever you call it. Um, Shrek and Fiona, they they fall in love during that that uh, Right, movie. okay. And they fall in love, and it's a fairy tale and all this stuff. I think the next episode is the next episode where they go to meet the parents, and you start to see how things are getting a little harder now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're out of the, the honeymoon phase. The pressure of right. the parents' expectations on right. the couple yes, start to what, come out. and they're Right, right. Yeah, and, okay. And the pressures, there's some marriage, marital pressure there where now Fiona's mad at something and wants something to change or wants Shrek to change. Shrek wants her to stay the same. And, and you know, you start to see that conflict and that growth. And Shrek realizes, you know, I'm going to stay with this woman. I need to, I need to grow. Well, Fiona also needed to understand where Shrek was coming from as well. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the third the third movie is it the third movie when they have the kids and they have kids and things are even harder mm-hmm. and and so I know it's kind of a funny example but the Shrek movies okay they had their they were everything was so perfect and they wanted to get married they got married and then life started happening and mm-hmm. the growth started happening and um, I think by the end they had grown quite a bit together. Okay, it's been a long time since I've seen those, I so I can't. Maybe I don't have should, anything specific to maybe say. Maybe we should about go that, watch but... those, do binge it, and then do an ep- do a Ugh. podcast episode on Shrek and marriage. And... Sorry, I, I know don't people know. don't think of the movie sh- the movies Shrek as being an interesting look at marital bliss, but watch it from that point of view. There's hmm. actually some really interesting stuff there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some okay. peril. There's some dragons. There's some bad guys. There's there's Eddie there's Murphy the and his... Yeah, yes. So, Everybody loves cakes. Yeah. Enough uh, laughs Well done, Eddie, by the way. I've always loved you as an actor. Even back in the day when you were <laughs> in SNL. So if you ever listen to this, I'm a fan. Um, Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> you never know. I mean, maybe. Eddie Murphy shows up on our doorstep to thank us. Then, uh, now that's never going to happen. Now I'm totally lost. My train of thought is totally lost. Another misconception that people have about marriage sometimes is that my spouse is supposed to meet my needs. And, and so guess, they get married to have their needs met. Mm-hmm, or the, Yeah, or they expect that, well, once I'm married, then I'll, I'll have all these needs met by my spouse. And sometimes that's sexual needs. They call it sexual needs, which we could do a whole podcast about how it's not a need, but let's not go there today. Sometimes it's emotional needs. We do have emotional, what you might call it, needs. But the problem with saying, well, we got married so that we could meet each other's needs is that inevitably your spouse is going to fail at meeting your needs. No matter how hard they try, there are certain things that your spouse just can't do for you. They can't make you happy. We'd like to think that they can because when we meet and we're courting and we fall in love, we think that it's our spouse that makes us happy. And maybe in the early days of marriage, we think it's our spouse that's making us happy. But 
your spouse is not what's making you happy. It's you and the mindset that you have about your life. Yes, we influence each other. I don't make you happy or make you upset. Yes, there's influence there, obviously, because you're living together and you are, like, each other's moods can affect each other, for sure. But when it comes down to it, if I'm not happy, and if I'm feeling like something is missing in my life, it's my job to figure out how to make that happen. Which can sometimes be asking you to do stuff differently. Asking you to go on a date with me once a week, or asking you to please help with the laundry, or I don't know, whatever the thing is. But ultimately, if you don't feel like you have a choice, then that's not a healthy relationship to say, you have to do this for me so that I can feel better. I don't like that idea for a marriage. No wonder people feel trapped in their marriage because they feel like they have to do things in order to make their spouse happy. When your spouse's happiness truly is their own responsibility, as is your own happiness, your responsibility. And if you enjoy doing things together, you enjoy going on walks together or whatever, and you do the things that you enjoy, or if sometimes one spouse doesn't particularly enjoy something, but they're willing to go because with their spouse because they know that their spouse enjoys it, as long as you're not doing it from a place of like obligation, like I have to do this or my wife will punish me, you can get to the place where you're like, you know, I don't love this activity, but either I'm willing to go because I love my spouse or I'm allowing my spouse to find a friend who does like to do that to go with. Some people, for example, some people love traveling who are married to people who don't love to travel. So sometimes the spouse who doesn't love to travel will choose to travel with their travel, traveling loving spouse because they know their spouse likes it. And sometimes the spouse who doesn't love traveling will allow their spouse to travel with other people. I don't want to say allow because that sounds like they have to ask permission and that's not what I mean. But sometimes the traveling loving spouse will find another friend to go with and enjoy their trips and then come home more fulfilled and it's better for the couple that everybody gets what they need and want. And this can apply to lots of things like picking a restaurant to eat at or, you know, what you want to do on the weekend or whatever. So it doesn't have to be. What are you smiling at? I'm just looking at the picture. Oh. <laughs> One okay. can't help but smile when they see that. Sometimes I see that when I'm coaching people and I get totally distracted and I'm like, oh, don't look at that picture. <laughs> I will put this out Should we somewhere. tell our listeners what, it, what the picture is? Um, yes. So our adult son put a picture together. I asked him how to use GIMP. And in order to show me how to use GIMP, he created this picture where it's you. He took a photo of you. I was you, sitting on a tractor. Yeah. And I was had one hand on the steering wheel and one arm out with my fist out. And I was yelling because I was like, here we go. You know, like tough tractor thing. Uh-huh. Well, he put a bandana on my head and put a Borg arm, like Star Trek Borg, uh-huh. on one of my arms. <laughs> and then you look like you're being punched by me and you're like turning your head with your eyes shut and smiling. <laughs> it's it's super dumb. And he put the caption. Turn the other cheek. Yeah. <laughs> it's just super dumb. It makes no sense. Yeah, maybe I'll put this picture probably not on the podcast picture but maybe i'll put it in the email or something 
So if you want the email, you got to sign up for my email. <laughs> so, so that you'll get this picture. It's so dumb. It is so dumb. There's another one where I'm doing the same thing with the Borg arm, but then he put my face where your face <laughs> is at, where I'm punching myself. It's So he's like, yeah. It's bizarre. It is. I don't know where our kids get this weird stuff. But anyway, he was showing me how to use this program that you can use it to like create the pictures, make change pictures the way you want them, whatever. So anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's one example of why I wanted to get married to you because... We both still laugh at that thing. It's fun to laugh together about things. Yeah. 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 We did a lot of laughing and messing around and playing when we were dating. And I think there were times when we sort of lost track of the fun. But I do think that we do love to laugh together and do silly stuff once in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of hard when the kids are really little and everyone's overwhelmed with a thousand kids running around. But yeah. Remember when we used to do freestyle walking? <laughs> Every now and then I'll do it and you just like shake your head like, uh-huh. Hello. yeah, it's a mess. It's funny. I wonder if it's on YouTube, anyone doing stuff like that. I bet, I'm sure, yes, freestyle walking, I think is actually, it was a thing for about five minutes at one point. I, it's yeah. so dumb. Yeah, but it's, anyway. That's why we did it, because it was funny. I think that's one thing that drew us together is that, like, I have a silly side, but I need other people to kind of draw it out of me. And you really did that. Mm. Um, I was not silly by myself. And I still am not very silly by myself. It's when I'm with you or I have a couple of sisters who really draw the silliness out of me. And maybe that's another point is that I think a lot of times when people get married, I don't know if they realize this, but a lot of times when people are attracted to each other, it's because they bring out the best in each other. The dynamic between the two of you can really help the introvert to be a little bit more outgoing or it can help the creative to be able to be more grounded. And so you help each other to just be better versions of yourselves, which is kind of what we talked about before. But maybe I shouldn't frame it that way because it's maybe not fair for me to say, well, I need somebody else to bring my silly out, but it helps, I guess. I think we probably should wrap it up. Yeah, we probably should. My closing statements here is there's a lot of reasons to get married. And I think we touched on just a few. Mm-hmm. Um, there's reasons not to get married. And maybe um, that's, that's true too. Maybe we should do a follow-up episode on that. Hmm. But um, there's lots of reasons to get married. And I think that combination is different for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I think the important part is, like, if you are thinking about getting married, to really say, why am I getting married to this person? What am I expecting to get out of this relationship? And understanding that are your expectations putting too much pressure on the relationship or are your expectations valid or that's not the word I'm looking for. Are your expectations or desires for the relationship from the best place in you? Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss when new episodes air. And if you are struggling with your relationship, I hope you'll reach out to me. I have openings right now and I am I really passionately believe in marriage and I believe that many marriages can be saved if both parties want to. But if you're struggling, please reach out. Sometimes you need help. And that's okay. Yeah. We needed help. Yeah. There's no shame in that. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I need to go check the meat. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Bites podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the fun. 
Let us know what you took away from this episode by sending us an email at info at You can also see what we're up to on Facebook and Instagram at Andalyn Price Coaching. Or you can visit my website, andalynprice.com, to learn more. See you next week. Bye! Bye. Together, monogamous, monogamity. I can't say the word. Exclusive. That's an easier word. Exclusive with somebody. Don't you hate it when you can't put things into words? Mm-hmm. Stupid English language. Every time. Stupid language. Oh, I lo- never mind. Go ahead. Great. I I'm hope gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> that s- would. I would. I don't know. I'm gonna it. send his uh, agent a message. Okay. Anyways. I don't even know how to get a hold of agents. We'd have to have. Never mind. <laughs> say it I'd say we would have to get an agent to talk to his agent That oh, that's not <laughs> I don't know if the agent we could afford would know how to get a hold of his agent yeah, yeah that's probably the case I'll tell you why I got married why? for the money I was like this gal she's got some fat stacks I'm doing the whole thing where you're taking a stack of money and you're flicking it out Yes, I'm not sure that's panned out so far, but in the future, maybe.